Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Earlier today we gave our live reaction to the RLPA's dream team, the the backs that they picked for that, obviously the outside backs and the halves. Gave our live reactions and our predictions for all those. We're going to dive into the forwards now. If you'd like to go back and have a listen to that podcast earlier today, I did explain all the criteria for these selections, everything. You can go back and have a listen to it essentially. Every player that's contracting the NRL was given the opportunity to vote on these guys. They had to vote for one player in each position that wasn't allowed to be a player that's playing for the team that they play for. So it had to be someone that they've come up against or someone that they respect, whatever it might be. So that's the sort of general criteria. If you want a deeper analysis of the criteria, though, go and have a listen to this morning's podcast and listen to our live reaction to the outside backs. Now let's get stuck into the forwards for this year. Going to be super interesting. Let's start with the front rowers. Now the two front rowers that won it last year, Payne Haas from the Brisbane Broncos and James Fisher-Harris from the Penrith Panthers. Personally, I probably don't think Payne Haas has done enough to go back-to-back this year. He has been incredible, and past performances might carry him a little bit further in this voting than it probably should, but I personally don't think Payne Haas would go back-to-back. James Fisher-Harris, on the other hand, I think he's a really good shot to go back-to-back, and I think he will get a lot of votes from a lot of players out there. I think he's the sort of guy that, as fans, we probably don't appreciate how much of an alpha he is as much as the players would going up against him and his his defensive technique as well. It is sensational. So I think the fish, he will get a fair whack of votes as well. Let's have a look at the nominees for the RLPA Dream Team. Obviously, we have to pick two of these four. The four that have been nominated, the first two are the fish, James Fisher-Harris, who was obviously the winner last year, along with Payne Haas. So both have been re-nominated this year. The other two guys with nominations, according to the RLPA, Joey Tapanay from the Canberra Raiders and Jared Rhea Hargraves from the Sydney Roosters. I think JWH is really good this year, but I couldn't possibly have him as a top two front row forward this year, in my opinion. Uh, Payne Haas, as I said, I think he's been good this year. I don't think he's done enough to get selected in this category once again. For me, I think it has to be James Fisher-Harris. He's the automatic pick here for me. I think a lot of players would probably respect him a little bit more than what us fans do. And the other one has to be Joe Tapanay. How could you possibly possibly leave him out. I think there's a fair argument that he's been the most damaging player in this competition this year. And if you said he's been the best player in this competition this year, I'd probably find it hard to ignore Ben Hunt and Nico Hines. But 
Tapanay, it is very, very hard to argue with because what he's been doing this year has been incredible. So my two picks will be Joe Tapanay and Fisher-Harris. I can see a world where Payne Haas maybe sneaks in over Fisher-Harris just because of how damaging he is and the upside he has. But I really do think it'll be Fish and Tapanay. Let's have a look. As the players voted, their two starting front rowers in their 2022 players' dream team is James Fisher-Harris and Joe Tapanay. Yeah, good choices there, Joe Tapanay. I think he was an absolute shit-in. Fish, I thought he was a really obvious one. I wouldn't be shocked to have seen Payne Haase. I would have been surprised to see Joe Ray Hargraves there. Uh, but Fisher-Harris, I think that's a really good shout by the players. So Fisher-Harris and Joe Tapanay, uh, for me, they sort of picked themselves in that one. Now, next one's going to be very interesting, Hooker. Uh, there isn't a hope in hell the guy that won it last year. This position, he gets back in. Brandon Smith, he, of course, played the vast majority of the season as a 13 and a middle forward. Uh, there's no way that he could possibly get picked at nine, let alone get a nomination. So let's have a look at the three guys that have been nominated. The first one is Api Kurosawa from the Penrith Panthers. He's had a sensational season so far. And I once again, I think similar to Nathan Cleary, probably haven't seen the absolute best out of him just yet. Yet. Played the Origin series this year, was very impressive, and he's definitely broken up a number, broken open, sorry, a number of games for the Penrith Panthers this year. The next nominee is Harry Grant from the Melbourne Storm. Another really strong season, probably not uh, as big an upside sort of season as what a lot of people probably anticipated from Harry Grant. Obviously, played very well during the Origin series. He was great there. I think he will definitely be in the Kangaroos 14. I think he probably will be Jersey 14 there. Um, sorry, definitely be in the Kangaroos. 17. I think he'll probably be Jersey 14 for the Kangaroos. Very, very strong season, Harry Grant. The other one is Reese Robson, who's had an unbelievable season. He's probably the one that's improved the most this year. Uh, I think he had a, a run of seven weeks where he scored six or seven tries. So he was on fire, Reese Robson. I think he's a big part of what the North Queensland Cowboys have done this year. I obviously spoke a lot about in the preseason about Ruben Cotter uh, and how I thought he was going to be fantastic through the middle and whatnot. My only worry was that he might spend a bit of time at nine wouldn't have shocked me if Todd Payton did do that, but I honestly think that Reese Robson, his form this year has just eliminated it all together. And I remember watching a little preseason clip from January, and there was a moment there where Todd Payton got Reese Robson to jump out of dummy half and send Reuben Cotter in there. Might have just been for some reps or whatever, but I remember at that point thinking, oh, this is a bit of a worry. I wish they'd just give Reese Robson the job. And uh, he really has forced the hand of Todd Payton. He's been sensational this year. I'll be honest with you, I think this one's probably the hardest one to pick. I wouldn't be surprised if they go with any of the... Well, they have to go with one of them, obviously, but I wouldn't be surprised if any of them did win this one. Harry Grant, I think he's probably got the most runs on the board as far as a nine, but that's probably unfair to say, as Appy's already won two premierships and was great last year and has been fantastic this year. But Reese Robson, I reckon he might be a little bit of a smoky to win this one, and I'm probably going to back Robson in here. I just wonder if with Appy, because he does share minutes with Mitch Kenny a, a lot of the time and whatnot, I wonder if that hits hinders him a little bit, but I'm not sure if the players really think like that. For me, as I said at the start of the podcast earlier today, for me, I think when you're looking at these things, you pick the player that you least want to play this weekend. To be fair, Harry Grant's probably that guy, but I don't think Appy's too far away, so I've got no fucking idea where they're going to go. Gun to head, I'm actually going to switch to Harry Grant. I think they'll go for Grant here. Let's have a look at what the players voted for. Wow, Appy! 
How good's that, Afi Curacao? Uh, you know, we, we said, we've been saying for a long time that he's probably the missing jigsaw piece uh, that the Penrith Panthers have been looking for the last few years. He's come along and everything's just exploded since then. We did speak to Nathan Cleary at the, at the end of last season after they won the grand final, and he sort of said, you know, our Panthers team wouldn't be what it is without Appy. He's obviously moving to the West Tigers next year, which is super exciting for them. So huge for them to pick up a guy that, you know, the players have voted as the best nine. We know how important that position is. So congratulations to Appy. I've got to tell you, I think Harry Grant and Reese Robson probably unlucky. Not that I think Appy's a bad pick. Don't get me wrong. I've been a huge fan of Appy for a very long time, but I think those two have probably played well enough to feature in this side this year. But it's funny how sometimes players just see more than we do. And obviously when you're defending in your markers and your A's and your B's, Abby how he must just be a nightmare to contend with. So good little shout there. Let's have a look at the second rowers. Pretty hot field here. Let's have a look at who won it last year. I imagine Isaiah Papaliti would have been one of them. Yeah, IPAP won it last year along with Angus Crichton from the Sydney Roosters. Obviously IPAP fucking exploded last season. He was unbelievable. And as was Angus Crichton for the Sydney Roosters, very, very strong. Two very very hard guys to handle as well. So coming up against them would be a nightmare. Let's have a look at the uh, the four second rowers, sorry, that were nominated for this award in 2023 or for this spot in this team in 2022. Uh, Let's have a look at these four. The first one is Jeremiah Nanai from the North Queensland Cowboys. Started this season very slow with a number of missed tackles, a lot of issues in his game, improved week on week, and then around the origin time just exploded. I thought he was great for Queensland, and since returning for the North Queensland Cowboys, he's been sensational. Into double digits for tries this year, which is very, very impressive. More impressive is the way that he's done it, constantly scoring off kicks and in weird little ways. He's been very impressive. Nanai, to go to the Origin Arena and keep it up, even more impressive. He will feature in the Kangaroos squad at the end of the year and potentially start in the back row, which has been an unbelievable rise for him. The other one is Isaiah Papali'i. Now, I really hope that he does win this or win one of these spots because... He set such a high standard for himself last year and he sort of came from nowhere and there's that narrative of where's this guy come from? It's so impressive. I thought he was a reserve grader. We thought he wasn't cut out for first grade. But he's backed that year up with an equally as good year, if not better. So for me, I really hope IPAP is selected because I said it about halfway through the year. You know, if last year didn't exist, we'd be talking right now about IPAP once again being the most improved player in this competition. I think he's been sensational. We just spoke spoke about Api Curacao going to the West Tigers. If IPAP does end up going there. A huge get for them. Viliami Kikau, obviously moving clubs next year, going to the Canterbury Bulldogs. Been very strong for the Penrith Panthers. Added a lot of ball playing to his game this year, and he's obviously one of the harder guys to handle in rugby league as well. So I think he'll be right up there, along with Angus Crichton. Once again, uh, got nominated last year, backs it up this year. Hard running back row for the Sydney Roosters. Probably hasn't been as damaging this year as what he has been in previous seasons, but he's still been great. For me, if I had to pick my two out of these four, Isaiah Papa he absolutely shits in. He is the first one picked for me. Then we got Nanai, Kikau, and Angus. You know what? I'm sort of leaning to Kikau. I know he's on that really good edge to the Penrith Panthers, so maybe life's a little bit easier, but... I mean, he's one of the most damaging guys with the ball in hand. He's incredibly so hard to tackle, so hard to bring down. The Panthers put him in great spots. And then all of a sudden this year, he turned into fucking Wally Lewis as well. The hands that he found, uh, he was incredibly impressive kick out. So for me, I would probably go IPAP and kick out. Nanai's obviously had a season that has just been sent from above though. And Angus Crichton's been very strong and consistent all year. But gun to my head, I'm probably going to go for IPAP and Viliami kick out. Let's see who 
the NRL players have gone for. They've gone for Isaiah Papali and Jeremiah Nanai. Great pick there. Obviously been sensational this year, as we said. I do feel a little bit sorry for Kikau, though, because I think he's played some unreal footy. But well done to Jeremiah Nanai. I remember talking in the preseason, sort of saying, my guy to watch there is... Not Jeremiah Nana. I had the other back row who, of course, got injured during the season. A tough little pill to swallow there. But Nanai, he has been sensational. Went and played Origin, dominated there. And I think that when you're marking up against him, and especially when you're just playing against the Cowboys, the way he's able just to pull something out of his ass out of nowhere. Hylam Lukey was the one that I really liked coming into this season. How wrong I was. Nanai, he is the guy. Let's have a look at the lock forward spot. Now, our winner from last year was the Penrith Panthers, Isaiah Yo and fuck, he opened the season well. If you think back to, I think it was week five or six, he was sitting with, I think, 18 Dally M points to start. I think he got man of the match in his first six games or first five games or something. It was something fucking ridiculous. Probably not 18 points. I think he was on 15 points or something after six rounds, which is still just insane. He was on fire. I wouldn't say he faded throughout the season. He probably just didn't have the spotlight on him as much because we get so used to what Isaiah Yo does every single year. Uh, so last this year, he was great. He's been nominated again. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The other two nominees, the first one is Cam Murray from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think he's been so fucking good this year. I think in origin he was great. I think you could really see that game where he when he he, he was knocked out and whatnot, really hurt. Uh, the New South Wales Blues, when you saw him get knocked out against the Roosters, really hurt the Bunnies. He played a full game the next week. Killed it. Played against the Sharkies the other night. Absolutely brained it. He's the captain of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He has been so good this year, Cam Murray. Still at such a young age with so much football in front of him. It's scary to think what he could achieve in our game. And the last nominee is Victor Radley, which has sort of surprised me a little bit here, to be honest with you. Uh, Hasn't played a stack of rugby league once again this year. I wish he would play more footy and just stay on the field more. Uh, But he has had injuries, suspensions, uh, you know, all, all the usual stuff we see from Rads. Played 14 games this year, so not a disaster, but I mean, he missed the first three games of the season, and then smack in the middle of the year around Origin and whatnot, round 12 to 16, had a number of weeks off, and then of course, uh, missed round 23 to round 25 before returning for the final, so a bit of a mixed bag for Rads, when he was at his best, he was sensational, uh, but yeah, we obviously saw, you know, week one of finals, he got... Um, he got Sinbin twice in that game. So it just wasn't really an ideal season for Radley. For me, it's Isaiah Yo or Cam Murray. One of these two by a country mile has to win this one. A country mile ahead of Victor Radley, I mean. As much as I love Rads, I couldn't possibly have him uh, on the same level as these two this year. I'll tell you what, I'm actually going to go Cam Murray. And maybe I'm falling victim to just getting used to Isaiah Yo playing at a 9 out of 10 every single week. But I think Murray becoming the captain of this side. And I think that he probably offers just a little bit more with the ball in hand, especially when you consider, like, if I'm playing against the Penrith Panthers, Isaiah is going to kill me, but he's going to kill me by creating space for other guys, so it doesn't probably feel like Isaiah is as damaging as a Cam Murray, who's going to run over the top of me, step past me, make 50 tackles, lead the kick chase, do it all. So I think Cam Murray will probably get the vote this year from the players, but if they do go Isaiah Yo, couldn't possibly 
push back against it. The winner for this year is Cam Murray. He is the lock forward for the RLPA Dream Team. A really good pick there. Probably unlucky for Isaiah Yao. As we said, the first five or six weeks, I think he got man of the match in every single game. So wild for him to miss out. But I do understand why the players have gone for Cam Murray under these sort of circumstances. So the front rowers for this year, James Fisher-Harris and Joe Tapanay. The hooker, Api Curacao. The back rowers, Jeremiah Nanai and Isaiah Papali'i. And then Cam Murray locks the scrum in the 13. If you'd like to go back and have a listen to our live reaction of the outside backs and the halves that were named, a very hot field of a lot of very talented guys. A lot of them that I disagree with, to be honest with you, I would have gone in a different direction. So I'm very keen to hear your guys' reactions, not only to this podcast of the forwards, but also uh, to the backs and the halves. Very keen to hear what you guys think of my comments and what you think of the players that were selected in this dream team. A great thing for the Rugby League Players Association to do. I find it really entertaining to try and get inside the head of the players and understand what they're thinking going up against these guys, especially in the outside back. Some very, very interesting selections there, especially from one club who really did dominate uh, those few positions there. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Acast and Befaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skrætter alle de der podcast og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.